Welcome to The Truth Must Be Told. I hope that you have been enjoying this podcast. We have covered many subjects, and, you know, we're going to continue to do that. The response has been excellent, and I will continue to bring you quality podcasts from which you can learn and perhaps give you some hope in this uncertain world. If you have missed any episodes, you can go to thetruthmustbetold.org and you will find a link for anchor.fm, which will allow you to listen to previous podcasts absolutely free. It's free to visit the site and free to listen. And while you're there, consider hitting that support button and help this ministry to continue to grow around the world. Thank you for your support and for joining me here on The Truth Must Be Told. Hello, hello. We're going to have an open discussion today on The Truth Must Be Told. Stand by. He's just ignorant doesn't know any better than to tell the truth. It's the truth. I just want to report the truth. It'd be a nice change of pace, okay? When in doubt, tell the truth. Edward, I tried to tell the truth, and it kicked me off the air. You can't handle the truth! And now, speaking the truth, even though it hurts, here's the host of The Truth Must Be Told, Sal Passos. Hello, hello, hello to everyone out there. Happy Saturday to you. Sorry we were running a bit late on getting the show out tonight, but I was even debating whether I wanted to do a show today. I apologize again for Thursday. My physical issues have been just just taking a toll on me, you know, obviously physically, because it's just difficult to get uh, to sit down and to do a show and to sit down and focus when your brain is out in la-la land someplace. So, But here I am. It's Saturday night, and I just want to give you... A warm welcome. Start off your weekend. I kind of would miss not being here with you, if I um, if I was uh, uh, someplace else. And I am just glad to be here. First of all, I want to uh, lift up prayers for my friend Eric out there in Colorado. Eric, I hope you're feeling better, brother. Eric came down with a bad case of COVID nineteen, and he's been sick now for fourteen days. He was on the air a little earlier. Says he's feeling better, appreciates the prayers and the support that he's been getting from people in the area. Uh, That's really, really good. And Eric, uh, our prayers are with you here at The Truth Must Be Told, and we we pray that you uh, um, make a a speedy recovery and that God just blesses you. And also my friend um, uh, Rick Costa, who has a show on HAPS, he's also live on Facebook and stuff like that. I, I don't know what happened to him. He's got a broken arm. I tried to find out what happened. He never answered me. So uh, I don't know. Maybe he did something silly. I, I don't know. <laughs> but in any case, excuse me, in any case, um, it, you know, I, I pray for a quick recover on him as well. And uh, we're just, uh, there's just so much to talk about. And I'm getting very, very depressed lately about a lot of things that are going on around the, uh, around the country and around the world. And it's just uh, one of those things where you have to say, you know, uh, Maranatha, come quickly, Lord Jesus. I mean, we are just in a place where, oh, my gosh, uh, seriously, are we in this, really in this world doing this kind of crazy stuff? It's just really nutsy cuckoo. But, um, you know, so we're, we're, we're just praying that the Lord... Uh, you know, the Lord makes it makes it soon when He comes back. <clears throat> uh, when He can, Lord, to come back very, very soon. Um. So anyway, uh, so it's been, uh, you know, it's been a very, it's been a very uh, difficult um, few weeks for me here. Uh, 
here at The Truth Must Be Told and with our family. Uh, we're going through an awful lot, and I still have not heard from my daughter. It's been over two years, going on three, uh, for uh, my daughter Nicole to reach out and say hello. She's angry with me about something, and I just don't know what it is, and I wish she would contact me and let me know. So pray for me in that situation. So I titled today's uh, podcast, it's episode 90, by the way, we're only 10 away from hitting that 100 mark, what to talk about Saturday. Oh, I mean, what are we going to talk about today? I mean, just so much in the news, so many things happening. Uh, the one thing I do want to bring up, you know, before we get into this, just so much to catch up on, folks, just, just tons of it. Uh, let's see, we are going to be having, where is my event thing here? Okay, all right. So the first anniversary of The Truth Must Be Told is going to be held on Facebook uh, for uh, exclusively for my Facebook viewers and friends. Now, you can join The Truth Must Be Told. Uh, just uh, go to um, Facebook. Uh, it's facebook.com, and then you put the slash in there, and it's The Truth Must Be Told 93. You will see my handsome face up there. And you can um, you can join in. Uh, so the event is going to be uh, on August 25th. So that's, uh, what, next week, I think, already. Wow. All right. And we are going to be having it at, let's see, what time did I put in here? Oh, goodness gracious. I am so sorry, folks. Hang on. Um, they tell you to put the times in, and then they don't put the time. Oh, 7 p.m. Central Time, so it'll be uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. And uh, you could do the rest math for yourselves for uh, California time out there, because I do have people out in Washington. Uh, Washington and Ohio, you're in Central Time with me, I believe, Ohio, so it'll be 7 p.m. for you guys. Again, go to The Truth Must Be Told, uh, 93, and that's Facebook. And you can sign up and be in there, and you can also um, uh, sign up to be there for the first anniversary of The Truth Must Be Told. We're going to have some uh, flashbacks and stuff like that, and um, flashbacks of the show, folks, not flashbacks from drugs, okay? Uh, we'll do that, and we'll just, uh, you know, we'll see where that goes. Also want to announce that on the, um, on the website, thetruthmustbetold.org, I have updated the page. I'm finally starting to learn my way through there since I asked for volunteers and nobody came forward. I spent uh, several hours on there today learning how to use the program and getting through it. And we now we changed the theme of the page. I put a blog in there, which I will be updating on a more regular basis. Just hoping something, let's hope I could do something with it from outside on my phone. But if not, I've got the computers. I could do that. Uh, I also spent uh, yesterday, my wife got into this thing of rearranging the furniture. So that kind of knocked me out for today as well. So we're, you know, we're, we're doing that. And, and just, so we're, you know, it's just between my pains and her pains, we can't sleep in, in a bed together. We just can't sleep in a bed, period. It's just, it's too much pain. So what we're doing is now we are sleeping in recliners. I've been sleeping actually in the living room because I've been, you know, I get all these twitches and, and muscle spasms at night and it wakes her up. And so I'm, I'd rather not do that. I started actually when I was sick. I had some kind of flu bug and 
uh, I was coughing a lot and hacking and all kinds of things. It's just nasty stuff, and I didn't want to wake her up, so I slept in the living room. And now it turns out we made the spare bedroom into my bedroom, and so now I have my own bedroom. She has her bedroom, and she's very happy with that. I'm on this side of the house. I'm not bugging her. So that's what happens when you get older and you get married. It happened to my father. happened to her father and mother, my father and mother. It just seems like, uh, I don't know, maybe it's just a tradition in both our families. I don't know. As you get older, you sleep in separate bedrooms. At any case, but it's okay. We still love each other, and we're still, you know, we're, st- we're still very much in love. We just, uh, we just need, uh, we need a lot of prayer. There's stuff happening in the home, and we'd like to make some changes, and we're trying to do stuff financially for that to make that happen. Unfortunately, we don't have the money to do that, but that's the way it goes in the midst of life, et cetera, et cetera. I forget how the rest of it goes. All right, and I got that quote from, uh, if you get a chance to see a movie, an old movie that will make you laugh, laugh, it's called We're No Angels. And it stars Humphrey Bogart, Aldo Ray, and Peter Hustonoff, amongst others. But they're the three lead characters. And you, you get a kick out of it. You get a kick out of it. It's a great movie. They're three escaped convicts from uh, Devil's Island, and they fall in with this family, and the family kind of converts them to being nice. It's really, really sweet. It's really, really good. Great movie. Oh, I forgot about Adolf. Don't, okay, I can't forget about Adolf. Adolf's in there, too. And if you want to see what it is, catch the movie. We're No Angels, the original, not the remake. The remake stinks. You want to go with the original. The original is always better. <clears throat> okay. So on to some more things for today. All right. So let's say I told you about the uh, website. I told you about the anniversary. Uh, oh, yes, I must tell you again. Please, 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 please send me an email. At the truth must be told 93 at gmail.com. I am so looking forward to reading your stories. Now, if you have a story you want to share regarding Bigfoot, UFOs, ghosts, goblins, demons, angel visitations, anything along those lines, go ahead and write to me. The truth must be told 93 at gmail.com. Or you can go to truthmustbetold.org. And there's a link there. It's just put in the subject line, uh, you know, spooky thing or whatever, angel, whatever it is, and I will get it. Now, what I want to do is I want to read these stories on the air. It's uh, closer we get to, th- to, uh, to Halloween, all right? Because probably the end of September, the rate things are going right now, the, the, the pace that things are, are taking at this point. But uh, definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, give us, uh, give us, give me some information about what you've seen. See, there's so many things going on right now on the paranormal, and let me just touch on this a little bit. I believe that we're in the last days, more than ever I have ever be thought before. I believe we're in the last days. We are at a point where demonic activity is ramping up. Uh, the UFO thing, especially, is starting to ramp up. We're starting to see the federal government. Excuse me. We're starting to see the federal government beginning to ramp up their admission that these unidentified flying objects, or they call now um, unidentified aerial phenomenons, UAPs, and then the USOs, the unidentified submersible objects, are actually real. 
they've released a video that took place from, I think it was 2004, 2006, something like that. And there's more and more of this beginning to present itself. Now, it's always been, it's always been around us. The UFO phenomena has always been around us. The question always raises as to why now is there an increase in this activity? We've got more and more people claiming that they've seen UFOs. We got, I, I think, I forgot what the last count was for people that were abducted, claimed to be abducted by UFOs. And, uh, you know, that there's, there's a lot of things going on. But, you know, it's, it's in the last days, we're going to see signs in the, in the moon and the stars and the sky. And I think this is what we're beginning to see. We're beginning to see UFOs increased with intensity and scope. Now, why do I think that's important, okay? It's important for me to look at this from a pre-tribulation rapture person. I believe that the rapture is going to take place prior to the Great Tribulation, prior to the Antichrist being revealed. All right, so that being the case, how is the government going to explain millions of people vanishing from the face of the earth now remember the people that will vanish from the face of the earth are going to be true believers in jesus christ not religious folks not the you know the ones who claim to be christians and are not not the ones who you know i i don't want to put a label on somebody but it's it's the people who are not saved basically does not have a personal relationship with jesus christ he's coming back to take his own and to take his own into heaven to bring them out and to keep them safe during the time of the Great Tribulation that's going to take place here on the earth. You know, that being said, I think the government will easily explain that it was UFOs. Once they acknowledge that UFOs exist, then it will be just another step for them to say, oh, all these, these people were abducted by UFOs. Uh, it's already part of the Islamic culture, I think, or is it the Hindus that believe that one of their gods is going to come and take people away? Uh, especially the unbelievers and things like that. So I'm not sure how that's going to roll. But suffice it to say, I believe it's going to be, um, that's what they'll use as an excuse as to why these people have disappeared. So. There are, um, you know, so that's why I want to be in, involved in, in getting the UFO phenomenon out there for you to examine. We're going to look at some stories, and we're going to examine them. There are and literally, literally thousands of them out there. I can't believe that my listening audience, there hasn't been one person that hasn't had an experience, either themselves or a family member that's had an experience with a UFO or an experience with a demon or a, a demon-possessed person or a, an angel, an angelic visitation. And... These things are all real. If you want to go back, go back to my uh, shows on the paranormal. Uh, they're there. If you go to anchor.fm, you can go back, search the uh, archives there. It's all free. You can go back and search and double check and see what's, see what's what there, okay? So there's, um, there's, uh, there's that, all right? So, and also, things with the paranormal. Uh, you know, the demons and, uh, and, and ghosts and things like that. 
you know, if you've had a problem, if you think you've had a problem, I want you to, to write in. I will not put your name on the air. I will not put you in that position. But I want to examine your story from, or not examine it, but that's the wrong word. I shouldn't say that because I'm no expert in this. But we want to look at stuff from a biblical point of view. So I want to I look at this and, and view it biblically. Where does the Bible say? What does it say about this? So that's the kind of thing I want to look at here. And I think it's important that we, you know, get some stories. So come on and, you know, go to the truthmustbetold.org, submit your story. All right? Looking forward to that. So while you're there, you could do that while you check out the new, the new format and stuff on the, on the website. So it's, it's getting there, guys. It's getting there. And uh, let's see what else is happening. What else is happening? What else is happening? I'm trying to think of what else is going on today. I told you to pray for my friends. Uh, pray for Lori and I for the situations we're in. And uh, continue to pray for this country. We're in a mess. Now, I have, um, I have an art, a newspaper here. It's called the Epic Times. If you've ever read it, it's really great stuff, the Epic Times. And the lead article on here is about a Starbucks manager who quits over woke culture that led to bullying. Can you believe this? Now, this lady, Amanda Wanagat, Wanagat, yeah, Wanagat, former Starbucks store manager in Salt Lake City, Utah, she um, she resigned on, um, I can't get the date here, but I think sometime in July. And she was an exemplary store manager. In fact, she was an award-winning manager. But she said that the um, company's anti-racist indoctrine led to choice between my morals and my values, my beliefs, or my job. And she went ahead and quit. She quit Starbucks. Um... She had repeatedly received accolades from the global coffee shop chain for her performance. New store managers would get sent to her store in Salt Lake City to learn how to do the job properly. And despite a solid career, and uh, despite solid career prospects and reasonable pay that supported her three children, she quit her job in June, that's what it was, due to a toxic work environment that she said was a result of political indoctrination masked as anti-racism and other employee trainings. I felt as if I was in a cult, and I was drinking Kool-Aid when I got told the Epic Times via email. She joined Starbucks in 2015 and was a, and as a store manager and quickly became a manager training, manager trainer. Uh, got said she recognized the most, that most of the employees were left-leaning, if not political, activists, but she thought that they had nothing to do with the workplace. She believed the company to be admirable in many regards, uh, so, and then she noticed this, the uh, atmosphere of the workplace began to change. And, um, you know, so it's, it's, uh, it, it just goes on and on about this. But she's had enough of the uh, anti-racist stuff, the, the uh, woke culture to show that, uh, you know, hey, if you're white, you're a racist. You know, we got to stop this nonsense. It's just getting out of hand. It's just out of What else we got to talk about here? Uh, okay. Let's see. Um, in um, part of why we've having problems here because due to the election and the um, a judge in Arizona. This was on April 29th. I was going to share this the other day, but I didn't get a chance to. Uh, this is from. 
I want to give credit because I don't want to. I forgot where this is from. I think this is from CNN. Let me, let me, or CBN. Let me see here. I want to make sure because I don't want. No, that's not it. Um, I don't want to give the wrong credit. Where? And I'm not sure where it's from. I want to say. Well, the writer is Jackson Wright, W-R-I-G-H-T. And Mr. Wright prints this. When the 2020 presidential election concluded, many Republican leaders, including then-President Donald Trump, suggested the voting process had been compromised. They claimed multiple examples of questionable voting in certain states and said the mail-in ballot system just wasn't reliable. Many of these claims were dismissed in court, however. One election case remains, and a judge ruled that it can continue. Yeah, if you think that um, it's safe to send your ballot through the mail, put $500 cash in an envelope, address it to yourself, and put it in the mail. See if you get it. If you're not willing to do that, then I don't think you're willing to vote. Okay? It's, it's, it, I, don't trust, I don't trust it. Uh, the race was extremely tight in many states, which is one of the reasons why the Trump administration demanded recounts and investigations. Swing states proved critical, excuse me, crucial, and other states that Trump expected to win turned up blue. But critics maintain that some states should audit the ballots, and those cries continue today. In a surprising victory, that's exactly what will happen in Arizona. Republicans had pushed the state to audit 2 million ballots, but Democrats quickly appealed the probe, and they might, and they might have expected a liberal judge to rule in their favor. But that wasn't what happened. A Democrat-appointed judge ruled in favor of the Republicans on Wednesday, allowing the 2020 election audit to move forward against the Democrats' wishes. Maricopa County's uh, uh, Superior Court Judge Daniel Martin dismissed the Democrats' temporary restraining order <coughs> that was aimed at halting the state's audit over 2 million 2020 electoral ballots. According to the uh, Associated Press, Judge Martin ruled that there wasn't enough evidence to prove that voters would somehow be harmed by the audit production procedures. Can you imagine they're saying that if they audit these things that the voters are going to be de- are going to be hurt? Oh, come on. So anyway, so this judge ruled that it has to go forth. So we'll see what happens with that. And uh, we'll see where that goes because we don't know where it's going to go. But um, there's some crazy things going on in the world. Crazy, 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 nutsy, cuckoo stuff. And where do you stand as a Christian on these things? You know, we have to look. We have to look. We have to look very carefully at what's going on. There's just so much crazy stuff here. I'm going to switch the camera over here while I read this next one. This is from CBN News. Uh, It was dated August 9th, 2021. And this is referring, this is referring to the Portland Antifa attack with, uh, during a massive worship rally. So they didn't back down, this Christian said. And one day after shocking and disturbing attack on Christian prayer event in Portland, Oregon, Christians rallied in that very location for a massive gathering to sing and worship God. As, uh, and uh, so this is uh, really cool. Members of Antifa showed up in Portland last night to threaten, harass, bully, and intimidate us, he wrote on social media today. 
Uh, this guy, Sean uh, Fouch, or Fetched, Fouched. Uh, mom and her baby were tear gassed. Antifa stood 10 feet from me as we lifted our voices in praise, but we did not back down. We kept worshiping God, and God moved powerfully. As it turns out, the worship ended in a ringing truth for at least one self-professed Antifa member who gave his life to Christ. Praise God for that. That is exciting, exciting news. Okay? Now, why? what would happen to cause a... Uh, a uh, Antifa member to accept Jesus as a Lord and Savior during a prayer and ser- prayer and worship service. Well, this is why. <clears throat> when people gather together to worship the Lord, and when everybody's in one accord, the power of God can fall there. When we look at the dedication of the temple, all right, the dedication of Solomon's temple, I believe it was, it said when the singers and the musicians and the worshipers were all in one accord and in one voice singing unto the Lord. The power of God fell in that place insomuch that the priests could not continue to minister. Listen, I have been in such prayer meetings. I have been in such worship meetings. I have been in situations where, excuse me, we were going out on the streets of Providence to minister. Now, you have to get a permit. We got a permit to go to the, what's called the Westminster Mall. I don't know if it's still there or not. But it was like they shut off a portion of the street, and they made it a mall. So it's this, this area of the street that's a mall. And we had been praying and fasting. We prayed the night before. We got up early. We went into the prayer room at the school, and we prayed there again. And when we pulled up in that bus... I'm still praying and worshiping the whole time from East Providence to Providence. We pulled up in the uh, in the Zion bus. You know, a lot of us had guitars and trumpets and whatnot. When I got off the tr- bus and looked down the street, it was like there was electricity flowing everywhere. I can't. It's the only way I could describe it. All right, why? Because the power of God was now moving ahead of us into that place. And. We got up, and I'll never forget this. We got up to our corner because they give you a specific corner. And wouldn't you know, I don't know whether the, whether the, um, the uh, zoning people from Providence did this on purpose just to uh, kind of see what would happen. But we had uh, right across on the corner from us was a group of Hare Krishnas. And there they were with their shaved heads, with their robes, and their tambourines. And they were, Hare Krishna, 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 Rama, Krishna, 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 Rama. And they're doing their thing. Loud, playing their tambourines and singing. Because they were out there doing the same thing. They were evangelizing. But they were evangelizing for Hare Krishna and not Jesus Christ. So, as... uh, as we began to uh, gather ourselves, we opened up our guitar cases and we got together. We all looked at each other and it's like, you know, one, two, three. And we all started playing. And we were playing so loud and just praising God in such a mighty way that the Christians had to give up and leave. But we saw people saved at those meetings. We saw people saved at those rallies because the power of God is there. 
And I'm telling you something. You know, when you get out there on the on the streets, and you start singing worship songs unto the Lord Almighty, oh my goodness gracious, you will never be the same. If you're prayed up, and you're looking forward to God moving in a very very powerful way, on the on the streets or in your family or in your church, pray. Hey, worship leaders, pray. Pray. Because your worship leads the people to sensitize their hearts to the hearing of your pastor's the message that the pastor has for you. You don't know what God can do in those in those songs. I've been under certain Christian leaders that we've gone there and worshipped, and the power of God fell so powerfully that the the pastor said. I got nothing to say. The Lord just did what he had to do. Let's just pray. And we spent the rest of the time praying. And people were coming to God and people were getting healed. Why? Because the power of God is so prevalent. So I can believe that if they were all together in one accord, in one mind, in one accord, that certainly the power of God will fall. And I'm sure at least one here that says they came to Christ, I'm sure there were a lot more that were touched and beginning to question what they're doing. Okay, I'm going to take a quick break. I'll be back in a few moments. music by Kevin McLeod. I do like the beat to that. Unfortunately, the name of it is Whiskey on the Mississippi. <laughs> but what can I say, folks? <laughs> it's a good song. There's no words to it. It's just jazz. I love it. <clears throat> All right, some more things that are in the news. If you haven't noticed, if you've been under a, a rock, hiding your head under a rock lately, if you have noticed, there are... There is supposedly a supposedly a variant of the coronavirus. Yay, Skippy. Now again, when you look at what they're saying about this thing. It's just, it's, it's preposterous. It really is. There are, now I know people, I, I told you a friend of mine is sick. He's, he's, um, he was diagnosed with the, with the coronavirus, and I'm sorry to hear that. But one has to wonder, you know, what the deuce is going on here? You know we need peace in this in this in this in this world. We need peace in this country, and we're not getting it. That's for sure. We have got we, we've got um, uh, news media that 
everybody tunes into, one one channel or another, and they are putting fear into people's heart. Now, God has not given us a spirit of fear. That's in the scripture. But of peace and a sound mind. All right? Because you got to let the Holy Spirit deal with um, with what's going on. And, um, you know, if you're worried about dying, don't. You will live forever. What you have to worry about is the location. Okay, so just make sure right now that your life is right with Jesus Christ. Because that will do it. Now, going forward here, I started to get into a discussion with somebody on Facebook today, and I don't know whether he ever responded. I, I tend to doubt it because usually when you start to challenge them, they begin to back off because they have nothing to say. But, um, yeah, no, he didn't say anything back. I'm just checking to see if he answered, and he hasn't. All right, so here's an article that came out of, uh, it's called uh, Medical Kidnapped from the CDC. And uh, I think I shared part of this the other night. And according to the most recent stats released by the CDC this past Friday, and this was dated on August 1st, uh, from, again, Medical Kidnap, I think it's medicalkidnap.com. Yes, medicalkidnap.com. So according to the most uh, recent stats released by the CDC this past Friday, The Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, or VAERS, now has recorded twice as many deaths following a non-FDA-approved experimental COVID-19 shots during the past eight months than deaths recorded following all FDA-approved vaccines for the last 30 years. Let me read that again. According to the most recent stats released by the CDC this past Friday, their Vaccine Adverse Event Recording System now has recorded twice as many deaths following the non-FDA-approved experimental COVID-19 shots during the past eight months than deaths than, than deaths recorded following all FDA-approved vaccines for the past 30 years. And in spite of this, the U.S. government, CDC verified facts regarding the experimental uh, COVID-19 deaths or shots, not only are they continuing to administer them, but the big push is to mandate them as a requirement for employment in both government and private sector jobs. Okay, so, um, I mean, that is getting out of hand. That is getting out of hand. Here it is. Well, believe me here. I'm not, I'm not lying to you. Look at the numbers of deaths and injuries. 11,940 dead, 618,648 injuries following the COVID-19 injections. And that's through July 23rd of 2021. 1,175 unborn babies dead following COVID-19 shot. And this is the, this is the outcome. This is the... This has found 518,770 cases. I don't know if I can get that into focus there. 
where the vaccine is COVID, uh, where, vac- where vaccine is COVID-19. This is from their VAERS data. Um, so far, we've had death, 11,940, which I showed before. Permanent disability, 12,808. That's 2%. So we had 2, 2.3% on death, 2.4% of the permanent disability. Office visits were 89,000. Emergency room visits, 56. <coughs> emergency doctor, emergency room visits, 65,216. Hospitalized, 40,000, almost 41,000. Prolonged hospitalization, 118. Recovered, 179,077. Birth defects, 307. Life-threatening, 1,100, 198. Not serious injuries, 207,954. And these are, and they put a notation here that uh, on the total says, because some cases have multiple vaccinations and symptoms, a single case can account for multiple entries in this table. This is the reason why the total count is greater than 518,000, the number of cases found. Now, out of the 6,068 cases where a patient died and, um, and a vaccination date from January 1st of 91 to 11.30 of 2020, so all they're saying was that in this, in this uh, graph is that there's 11,000, excuse me, that there's 6,068 deaths from cases from 1991 to 2020. Now we have 11,940 dead from the COVID vaccine. Okay. So we have one number that's 6,000 that took place over 30 years, and we've got another number that takes place over the last six months. Give me a break. Something seriously wrong here. And if we don't wake up, you know, we're going to have a problem. Okay. I think the, the whole idea, what they're trying to do here, and I'm not taking away from anybody who's who's sick or anyone who's got a problem with with the COVID. I'm I, I I'm not I'm not saying that, okay? I know it's difficult. But we are in a mess in this country, and they are trying to instill fear into our hearts. The news media is trying to instill fear into your hearts. They do not want they do not want you to know the truth. And as I've said, you know, we on this program many times, I'd rather be hated for telling the truth than loved for telling a lie. That's from uh, 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 Adrian Rogers. You know, you folks out there, you know, you got to look, okay? You got to look. There's... The news media wants to instill fear. The Bible says that God is not the author of fear. Satan is the author of fear and confusion. And God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of peace and a sound mind. 
sound mind. You don't have to go crazy. You don't have to go nutsy cuckoo with all the stuff that's going on. Because God has everything under control. I'm sorry for those who are sick. I'm sorry for those that we've lost from COVID and, and now and, and now the uh, from the vaccines. And I worry about my friends. I worry about my family. My son's had the vaccine. Now he's tired all the time. He had a second shot. Friend of mine, another friend of mine has had his second shot and he's not feeling well. Feverish and whatnot. And from what I understand about this vaccine, it is not a vaccine to stop the coronavirus. It is only a vaccine to lighten the symptoms of the virus. See, it's not like getting a, you know, an antibiotic shot or whatever, or you know, like, or they give you a shot like you know, polio or things like that. Those, those shots are, have a little bit of that virus in it. It's, it's um, inert. But it allows your body to build antibodies to those things. And I'm all for the flu shot. I, in fact, I just asked my doctor about it. When, when can we start getting a flu shot? He said sometime in October. <clears throat> so I, I've been taking a flu shot and a pneumonia shot. I get those on a regular basis. And I'm not going to put something in my body that's going to alter my RNA. I'm not going to put something in my body that's not approved by the FDA. Not that I have a lot of faith in them to begin with, but I am not going to, just because the government says I have to take it, it's a, it's a violation of my constitutional rights for the government to force something like that under us, even under, quote, emergency, unquote. The numbers don't add up, and the science doesn't make sense. They're doing this to control us, to take charge of our, um, <clears throat> take charge of our liberties. They want to do away with them. Uh, pay attention to what's going on in the in Congress and in the Senate right now. You look at um, you look at um, our uh, our Texas uh, friend out there, Rand Paul, I think it is, uh, who is just inundated with with stopping the nonsense that's going on with um, oh no excuse me Ted Cruz it's Ted Cruz and he is um, he is out there doing a bang up job trying to get people to wake up and he's trying to stop the Democrats on the left from taking power because this is what they want to do Their goal is to make it so that they cannot be voted out of office. They want control over the elections so that they will never lose an election again. If we let this happen, might as well kiss our country goodbye. Because your freedoms, including your religious freedom, your freedoms for me to speak up the way I'm speaking now, this is granted to me under the First Amendment of the Constitution. I am within my constitutional rights to speak my mind. And I can petition the government for grievances that I have against them. So it's my right to do. But if stuff like this passes, 
You can forget about all that. That's going away. They're going to take your freedom. They're going to take your guns. They're going to take your ability to, to worship the Lord away. They're going to encourage your neighbors to turn you in. Yeah, they're already doing it now. Even Facebook is doing it. If you think that you have a, a friend or a neighbor that's, uh, that's um, you know, doing something questionable, mm, then to, um, you know, to, to, to call them in. Yeah. So um, I would... Uh, I would definitely continue in prayer about this because we're, we're like I said, we're in, we're just in a position where we're, we're we, look. Scripture talks about the little foxes spoiling the vines. It's the little things that get in there, and they begin to rot away and eat away, and they begin and soon soon enough the vineyard is dead because these little foxes have gotten in there, and they've totally eaten the roots and the fruit and everything else, and this is what's happening in our country now. Only now these guys are getting a lot bolder. They're coming right out and saying, look, we want this. We want that. And you have to do this. And we're, we're into a woke culture, which I talked about before. You know, look, you are, it's just bad. It's just bad, folks, okay? I would, I would instruct you to continue to pray. Pray for our leaders. Pray for leaders like Ted Cruz, who's got the chutzpah, to stand up and to speak his, speak his mind and to try to stop this nonsense that's going on. We have a lot of rhinos out there, Republicans in name only, okay, R-I-N-O. Republicans in name only, and they are not speaking the truth. They will side with the Democrats almost every time, and you know who you are, and you know who they are, because you are an informed audience. You know what's happening out there. Listen, and for you people around the world that listen to me, pray for America. And I've got listeners, I have got listeners, I, I, you know, look, we got, we got listeners all over the place, all right? And I just, I'm asking you, yeah, so uh, we have, listen, I'm glad I saved it, I thought maybe I, I, I'd gotten rid of it. But the Truth Must Be Told uh, Facebook page has over 300 followers around the world, okay? Um, the website has got places all over the world. The, the, uh, the uh, um, um, Anchor.fm, which spreads this out all over the place. I've got listeners. I, it's, I'd be amazed at where these, these people are. I'm looking at this thing now. I'm talking about Saudi Arabia, Haiti, Tanzania, Cameroon, Mexico. Got listeners all over the place. Ghana, Nigeria, Philippines. There's a lot of them there. Pakistan. Pakistan. Hello, Pakistan. God bless you, you brothers and sisters out there that are listening. Kenya, God bless you. Okay? Um, you know, Gambia. Dominican Republic, God bless you guys. Brazil. You know, the Ivory Coast. Look at that. You got a lot of followers in the United States, too. But but these are other countries. Look, folks, when you think of it, pray for the United States of America. Pray for us. We are 
we could fall to communism and to socialism very, very quickly. They want to change this to a socialist country. The Democrats do. Where they're in charge, they give people everything. Everybody's going to say, great, yeah, we get everything for free. Everything's not free, folks. Somebody's got to put the bill somewhere. And it's not these politicians who talk about equal stuff for everything else, and they've got three mansions. And they fly in private jets everywhere. You know, and how are these politicians who come in now become millionaires? I don't understand that. It's not part of their salary. What's going on? Listen, we're just in a bad place. And I just, for you people, like I said, in other countries that are listening to my voice, please, please, please pray for this country. We are in a really bad situation here. Bad. And I just, I, I pray that the Lord will either intervene and stop this from happening, or, or come and take us home. Because it's going to be soon. It's going to be soon. All right? Look, God is able to keep us. God is able to, um, God is able to do exceedingly more than we can even ask or think. Okay. Um, and we need to pray and just continue to pray for this country. And God will keep you. He will keep you. He will keep you. There's no question about that. You know, there's just so much. There's so much. Um, there's so much garbage going on. And I just I want God to um, I want God to intervene or come take us home. One of the two. Father God, you see the needs that are before this country right now, and I know there are other nations that are in need, Lord God. This country needs to cry out to you. You said uh, you may bring the storms and you may stop the rain from falling and cause pestilence to come over the land. But if your people who are called by your name will humble ourselves and pray, then you shall hear from heaven and heal our land. And Lord, we ask you to heal our land. We ask you to please intervene in this situation. So we lift our voice in praise and honor to you, Lord God. Help us to live our lives in a way that's pleasing in your sight. Help us to share Jesus Christ with others and that your soon return is imminent. Lord, I pray that the people within the sound of my voice would be touched by your spirit. And the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord. And your, your word says that your word does not return unto you void, but it goes and accomplishes the things that you send it to do. And I pray, Lord, that the scriptures that I've spoken today, even as few as they've been, will touch the hearts and lives of people that are listening. I pray, Father God, in Jesus' name, that 
you would heal Eric, my friend in Colorado, that you would heal Rick and comfort him of this broken arm. Lord, for those who are sick and, and hurting among us, my friend Kevin, who is diagnosed with cancer, Father God, give him comfort right now in Jesus' name. I ask for a mighty outpouring of your Holy Spirit in his life and lives of Eric and those others, Lord, who are sick that I can't even mention. There's so many. I pray for those who don't know you and are struggling and are bound by addiction. Lord, there's so many things going on here. Being fooled by the enemy to think that they need to worship angels or need to worship anything but you. Lord, you're in charge, fully, 100%. We love you, Lord. And we ask for your mighty outpouring of your spirit. As As we read this testimony from CBN, that an Antifa person got saved, I pray, Lord, that you continue to help that young man or woman, whoever it was, come into a deeper knowledge of you, Lord God, more than ever before. May you be glorified in that person's life. And with his testimony of once being this wicked person, now trying to do the right thing for God. Lord, precious, precious are those who serve you. Precious are are they in your sight. And I thank you, Father, for those, again, who are listening by the podcast, by Facebook or Instagram, or those who will be listening by Impact Radio, I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, that you touch their lives. Be glorified in all that we do, Father God. Again, I just cannot reiterate it enough. Make my life a prayer to you. I want to do what you want me to. Hmm. No empty words, no white lies, no token prayers, no compromise. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the mighty power of your word and for the moving of your spirit through praise and worship. We thank you, Lord, for all you've done, all that you're going to continue to do as you give us wisdom and courage to face the days ahead. And we'll thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I know usually I don't pray like that at the end, but I felt like I really needed to. I needed to bring that out there. So, yes, I am one of those Bible-thumping, Walmart-shopping, smelly Walmart shoppers that uh, live down here in the south. It's been brutal down here, by the way, with the heat, but I'd much rather have that than snow. But uh, God has got his hands on the situation. Be encouraged. If you have a loved one that's addicted to medication, addicted to illegal drugs, alcohol, you know, let me know. Get right to me. The Truth Must Be Told 93 at gmail.com or you can go to thetruthmustbetold.org. You can reach me that way as well. And I'll pray for you. And I'll try to help you as much as I can. 
there are places out there that can help you. You're not going through this stuff alone. Christian, you're not going through this stuff alone. Everything that you're going through. Everything that we see here in the world. You're not going through it alone. God is there with us. We're all we're all together. We're all together. All right. So I'm going to close it here. So uh, now to him who was able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to The Truth Must Be Told. We will see you again on Tuesday, God willing. You take care and uh, don't forget, keep us in prayer.